Hello and welcome to another episode of Mother Other. My name is Amy Pearson and I am your host. For those of you who are new here, thank you so much for listening. This is a show that I mustered up one Sunday morning, sitting on the balcony in the sunshine during my son's morning nap. I felt a strong desire to find other women who had a longing to follow their ambitions alongside being a mother. Surely there are millions of them out there. Society doesn't do a very sound job of showcasing this lifestyle, so I decided to take that job on myself. Why not make my to-do list even more daunting, right? In all seriousness, these conversations have filled my weeks with the most incredible understanding and connection, and I hope that bringing them to the public sphere enlightens some more mothers out there who are feeling much the same. I don't know about everyone else, but I have felt a huge shift in myself this week, and I'm not sure what it's all about, but I just thought I'd throw it out there and see if anyone else was feeling the same. Alongside this podcast, I also run my own small business, photographing mothers, babies, families, among other things. If you're listening in from Melbourne and you would like some memories documented of you and your little ones before they grow into adult humans with kids of their own, I'd like to be the person to do that for you. Head to my website, amypearsonphoto.com, and we can have a chat. Today's conversation is with the wonderful Sarah Humphreys, an incredibly talented folk singer-songwriter and mother to many beings, both children and animals. Sarah is currently in the remainder of her third pregnancy. We had a really open discussion about adding more children to your life, the power of maternal love, homeschooling, gigging with a new baby, pursuing music and art over a normal job, how to catch a song idea amidst the mess of motherhood, the difficulties of gestational diabetes during her current pregnancy, and the launch of her new album, which will coincide with the birth of her third baby in the month of October. I found Sarah to be such a beautiful, warm presence and a truly maternal figure. I am so thankful that she took time out of her evening to chat with me. It was a wonderfully grounding conversation. Sarah also happens to be my first pregnant guest and the first musician on the show, so I hope there are some mothers out there who feel heard whilst listening to this episode. I should also note the audio does get a little bit crackly towards the end. I think it comes down to the internet connection in the mountains, but it was worth keeping in regardless. Thank you again so much for being here. Your support means the world to me. Keep rating and reviewing on iTunes. It really helps to lift the podcast up to reach more mothers who may need some inspiration in their ear holes to get them through the day. Here it is. Enjoy. This is Mother Other and I am Amy Pearson. So Sarah Humphreys, you're a singer-songwriter, folk singer-songwriter. And you won ABC um, Artist of the Year back in 2009. Is that right? Yes. Yes. That was so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you're currently pregnant as well. Yes, very pregnant. I'm almost 32 weeks now. Amazing. And you still yep. took time out of your night. So you must be feeling, are you feeling tired? Are you okay? No, I feel really good um, because I'm actually on a, a special uh, diet because I got um, gestational diabetes. Oh, okay. It's actually making me feel a whole lot better. Oh, that's good. So I have more energy and yep. I'm feeling a lot better. So mm. it's actually a bit of a blessing. 
Amazing. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, well, you're my first pregnant guest, so it's oh. new territory for me. <laughs> Everyone's oh. mothers, but no one's been actually pregnant when I've spoken to them. So oh, okay. good to hear you're feeling good. That's great. Yes, I am feeling really good. Yeah. So would you like to start by introducing who you're a mother to? Oh, um, so I'm a mother to so many <laughs> children. I love it. And, and animals. Yeah. And um, yeah, I feel like I'm a mother to a million children some days, but actually only three. Okay. Uh, so I have a stepdaughter, uh, Ruby, yep. and she is 14. Mm. And I have my um, beautiful firstborn son, Jude, uh, who is nine. Yep. And he's homeschooled. And then I have my little Olive Moon, who is two and a half, well, almost three actually. I'm just hanging on to the two and a half bit though. <laughs> uh, and now I'm pregnant with another little girl. Oh, amazing. Your life sounds very full. It is very full. My yeah. days are very full, um, but I try and take them as slow as I can mm. and, you know, look after myself oh, good. as well. Because you're homeschooling yeah. too. I didn't know that. So you must be very occupied. I am very occupied. There's mm. lots of talking, mm. there's lots of requests. And um, because they're all such different ages, they all require such different things from me, Yeah, uh, which is uh, really intense at times. Mm -hmm. It's not just like they're all little and I can sort of set them up with some Play-Doh. It's yeah. like they require you know, me to jump into a different headspace yeah. and, and help them with different things. Yeah, wow. So I've got it. Um, so I have to make sure I'm taking care of myself. Yeah, definitely. You know, because it's, it can be quite exhausting. Mm, for sure. Yeah. So um, did you have a maternal longing when you were younger before you had children? Uh, no, not really. Uh, I didn't think I was very good with kids. Okay. Um, you know how, like, I don't know, you get, you're in year six and you get a buddy that's in kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always just felt really awkward and like, I didn't know what to say or do with them. Yeah. Okay. But um, it turns out like when you have your own kids, it's you know. It's very different. Yeah. It's very different. <laughs> so but you I didn't have. I I'd be an old like lady with just cats and oh, playing wow. music. Oh, That's so interesting. No kids. Yeah. Yeah. And, um. Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, I've lost it. That's my brain from trying that, to um, like no get my baby brain. to sleep. It is, exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, I have a question for you and it just fell out of my head. Um, was starting a family a conscious decision for you then? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, when I had my son, Jude, uh, I did feel like maybe about the year before, just a, a little feeling that there was a child waiting for me mm. in some form and uh so with my with Jude's dad my ex-husband who's still um a really lovely lovely dad and we've shared Jude's care since he was one mm -hmm. um it's it's been you know I, I really feel from day one it's been really um just just amazing I, I honestly did fall in love with Jude the first time I saw him mm. uh, and it was very very instant mm. and I remember being so surprised when he looked in my eyes and he was crying when he'd just been born mm. 
And I told him, I said, it's okay. It's mum. It's me. It's mm-hmm. okay. And he stopped crying. Wow. And I was like, oh, my God, you know my voice. You yeah. know who I am. Yeah. And it was that moment I was like, oh, that's really powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just kept growing. Yeah. 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 I only just know what that's like now because I've got a five-month-old. So yes. can relate. Yeah. Five-month-old mm. and probably so tired and mm. He's just amazing though. He just, every yeah. day it's like he's a different, he, he just grows and becomes more aware and becomes more connected and, yeah, it's just, it's a really, I love this time, this five-month sort of time. It's so beautiful. It's so I good. remember that too. Yeah, yeah, like they come out of their baby babiness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, once they're past that newborn stage and they start interacting a lot yeah. more, Yeah. it's like, oh, wow, I can see the tiny little person in you. Yeah, totally. I wonder actually yeah. about next time I have a pregnancy, if I do the feeling of it, I feel like it would be so much more, once you've had a baby, is it so much more different because you sort of can envision it? All of a sudden? Oh, no. I was so scared. Oh, really? <laughs> I'd, I'd forgotten everything. Oh, and, wow. Um, because there's a seven-year age gap between Jude and Olive. Oh, right. Yep. Um, and so I was like maybe me and Jude were like a fluke and what if this baby comes and I don't love the baby as much as I love Jude? Oh, yeah, it right. was a, I was really, really afraid mm. um, that I wouldn't do a good job but then they put her in my arms and I was like it was exactly the same yeah Yeah. but with without the fear Mm. and the nervousness of looking after a baby for the first time oh yeah amazing yes so that went and I just got the joyful part which Mm. was so lovely Mm. yeah Yeah. that does sound amazing and during this pregnancy how are you feeling about adding another one to the family exactly the same yeah like you'd think I'd be able to say to myself well this happened the last time you weren't sure like, <laughs> if you love a baby as much as you love Olive and as much as you love Jude and then yeah it's just the same yeah. doubts that come up and until I'm in that moment yeah you know whether I'm on the bed or I'm in a birthing pool or whatever um until that moment I've I've caught my baby and they're in my arms and I look at them mm. It's still a bit of a mystery. It is. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But you will. And yeah, I'm sure you will. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> it's just a funny thing your brain does. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a bit of a I, I can I can doubt myself and my abilities sometimes. Mm. So until I'm in the moment, um, yeah, I do have a few I I do doubt myself. Yeah. Which, you know, my partner Chris just, you know, laughs at because he says I'm the most like maternal person in you the do universe. seem like a very maternal person like, <laughs> like yeah, I mean that in the like most chickens complimentary like. way ever yeah right okay yeah I hold my chickens and I talk to them yeah yeah I don't he's like I don't think that's gonna be a problem <laughs> but, but you know like I just always sort of think um oh but if I don't prepare for the worst yeah then oh no like I think we all do it a little bit it makes yeah, sense I, yeah I do do that. And then how much has motherhood impacted the way you see yourself? If you can think back to even, yeah, as far back as it goes, I suppose. Yeah, I think um, it's definitely 
made me um, uh, become a lot more patient mm. and I'm much more interested in um, my own my own healing and growth as well because yeah. I want to be the best possible human, the best possible Sarah I can be because mm. then I'll be the best mum for them and I won't be, you know, taking them, um, you know, I won't be repeating any sort of history that I don't want to repeat. And yeah, um, yeah just being really aware of, of taking care of myself and making sure that, um, that I'm doing the work, yeah. um, you know, to, to, yeah, just to be the best mum I can be. Mm, yeah. And then between each of your births, of your two births so far yep. have you seen a shift or a change in yourself each time or do you think once you were a mother that was sort of oh yeah well I mean um then after after Jude was born um when he was about four Ruby came into my life my stepdaughter mm. so I had to make space you yeah. know for another child how old was my... she at the time she was nine. Yep. Okay. Um, and you know, we connected straight away and, um, she was, you know, very sweet and very, um, she had a lot of needs too. Yeah. So, and I became, you know, basically her mother figure yeah. at that point. Um, she does have a mum, but at that point I was the mother figure mm-hmm. and, and yeah, I had to sort of make space for her in, in my house and in yeah. my heart and yeah. in my day. So that felt like, okay, cool, I'm juggling these two. It's a huge sort of change, yeah. Kids. And then when Olive came along, um, yeah, I definitely felt like uh, that, I don't know, I, I felt like I, I had to let go of some expectations of myself and yeah. when it's very different just parenting Jude than it was to parenting three yeah um, of these of these beautiful children of all different ages so it was very um yeah I had to yeah I had to let go of some expectations and because I couldn't do it all yeah of course so much to do yeah so much oh god I can't even imagine yeah yeah I've got so much to do and I've got one (laughs) I know Oh, but it, I mean, the first one is the hardest because that's like the biggest change. Okay. Um, definitely, without a doubt. Yeah. Once you add more, it's kind of like it just turns into a crazy party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the house is always a mess and yeah, yeah. everyone's yelling. And, <laughs> you know, so it's more about sort of making sure I get sort of time for peace and quiet every now and then and yeah. just have a cup of tea and just sit for a bit. But so I can manage it all. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you need but that yeah, downtime. They do also look after each other and they play and yeah. they have fun time. So it does bring more joy and light Yeah. to the house, I think. Yeah, it yes. sounds really beautiful and colourful. <laughs> yes, our house is very colourful. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so if we go back to um, your music career, you released your first album in 2006. Is that right? Yes. So how... Probably. How how much of a time gap is there between when that was released and then when you became a mother? Oh, so off. Hmm. I'm not great at calculating off the top of my yeah, head. So. Same. <laughs> more of a 
musician than a mathematician. Yes, um, no, I would say it was like, you know, a few years after I'd, I'd put that one out. Yeah. And um, did you yeah. ever feel like you had to decide between being a musician and being a mother? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I tried to take Jude with me as much as I possibly could, mm. uh, but some gigs just weren't appropriate. You know, I remember having a gig um, when he was like two months old and breastfeeding on an uncomfortable chair in a pub. Mm. There was no green room. And so I had to get smarter. Mm. I had to remember that okay so I need somewhere where we can go if Jude's coming along and I need somewhere where he can play and I you know I I I I started asking for what I needed more and um and then it did become easier again and we've been lucky to have some really good shows where we've been really yeah been really well looked after so that makes the difference yeah um yeah there have been a few there's there's been moments where I've had to stop playing you know, yeah, mid-song right. because I can't hear him crying out for me, Yeah, you know. Um, and that and, cry, you can't and, ignore and it, it's hard. his little face like, yeah. I can't watch that. Yeah. Like, sorry, guys, I've just got to take a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, so it's it's a bit of a juggling act. Um, but, you know, once they get older, uh, they can kind of hang out and do their own thing. Yeah. So a there's bit, a, a bit like, of... A bit of a pause when he was sort of newbornish. Yeah, I had to take the time off. I tried to gig and I just, every gig felt like a massive fail and felt way too hard and okay. it felt all too, too, um, just like sensory overload almost. Oh, yeah. Like so tired and people would talk to me and they'd be making sense. <laughs> but I, I was I couldn't really understand what they were saying or yeah. think of something to say back. Yeah. So I just kind of stood there a lot. Yeah. And yeah, and was yeah. So I think I just went. I'm just going to have a break yeah. for a bit. Yeah. And um and then came back when I felt ready, which was when he was about two. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. And did you have a similar experience each time? Like when you added another baby, did you have a similar experience? Um, well, I was more cautious when I had Olive not to book yeah. too many shows because I knew that you don't really get that time back mm. and that it's not a rush and it's okay to take some time to just enjoy them while they're little and just do sort of little very easygoing shows yeah. that aren't like high stakes or anything like that. Yeah, And also to just, you know, being a bit more confident as a mum you know, breastfeeding going easier for me the second time around. Oh, of course. Uh, you know, you, you, can, you know, trying to breastfeed a newborn in a pub mm. for the first time, it just it was such a huge skill. Like I, I, I needed to take the time to learn how to breastfeed and it did take me a couple of months, yeah. you know, to really get the hang of it. Of course. But second time around, I kind of knew what I was doing mm. a bit more. Yeah. And, you know, like I was fussing with covers and things with Jude, like trying to hide my body because I was younger and I didn't really understand that, like, I don't care what anyone thinks now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was always trying to put a cover over myself. And, yeah, right. You know, like really, so, well, I was only 24. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I it must have been a little bit. 
confidence. A little bit less of a sort of positive breastfeeding society back then as well, even though it wasn't yeah. that long ago. Yeah, even things can change yeah. even in that short amount of time. Mm. Um, I've seen that things have changed and, you know, uh, yeah, I feel much more comfortable just breastfeeding without a cover yeah. now. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so that all of that stuff yeah. helps, you know, just a bit of wisdom, I think. Yeah. And um, does writing and performing give you sort of the sustenance you need to be a better mother, do you think? Definitely. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm not singing or writing or doing something, yeah. um, I definitely am not as patient and mm. I'm not as um not as tuned in to my sarahness mm -hmm. and the re and the thing is that they they chose me as their mum you know like we're in this together they mm. don't want a perfect mum they want me yeah um they don't want you know someone who's awesome at all the things mm. they just want me Mm. And, and and if I'm happy and I'm making time for my art and my music, then the whole house is happier mm. because, if you know, if mum's taking care of herself, which that is a part of taking care of myself, mm. then the whole house benefits from yeah, that. Yeah, I love that so much. That's so true. Yeah. Um, and do you alternate between musician and mum, do you think, or are they interconnected for you now? I think they're more connected, yeah, yeah, than they used to be. Yeah, I think it was very, um, yeah, they uh, they were very different sides to the Sarah coin. Yeah, but but it just over time, my kids are now in my songs, and yeah, you know, and they know the deal. Like I've had Ruby and Jude like sitting on my merch table and making signs <laughs> for like CDs, and they they know that this is just a part of what we do now. Yeah. Yeah, that's really yeah. lovely. And it's such a unique life and I think that gives them a richness that other people, other kids probably don't have, you know. Yeah, mm. I can give them only what I know and what I have. Yeah. So I yeah. just give them all of that. Yeah. And now um, they're, like they are, Ruby and Jude, I mean Olive's got a beautiful voice too but she's so little still. Mm. But <laughs> Ruby and Jude are now um, in a musical and amazing. Um, Ruby's writing songs on her ukulele. Oh, wow. and so yeah. you know, it's really cool. I think we're all meant to be together. Yeah. So. Do you think that you've inspired them? musically to be or do you think it's just naturally come to them or do you think it's from growing up in a household that's so positive oh, with yeah pro probably a bit of both I yeah. think they w would have always been musical but yeah. um you know that they they definitely you know they can sing in tune and yeah they're very yeah. creative and have vivid imaginations and that's all it really takes yeah. to be a, totally. a musician don't they say and like then, we all sing when we're babies and it's only society right. that sort of yeah we all paint and we all mm -hmm. draw yep. and we all, you know, pick flowers and we all do this stuff and yep. then one day we just stop doing it. Mm. But for me, I just never stop doing yeah. it. <laughs> Good. So, More people so should. So it's cool. They, they, <clears throat> they think like they think that, you know, an actual job for them can be yeah. a musician. Yeah. Well, Ruby said, I think she said, um, my, my, my plan A is to be a musician and my plan B is to be an artist. I so love that. <laughs> she's, she's got a plan B. <laughs> That's really reliable. Yeah. But, 
But, you know, like mm. I've said, you know, if you live a simple life, you mm. can make art for a living. I'm pretty sure it was Brian Eno that said don't have a backup plan because when you have a backup plan, you won't follow through with your passions. Yeah, you know? you'll just do the backup plan exactly. because you might listen to those people saying, well, that doesn't sound like a very sensible idea. Yeah, yeah. And if I'd listened to all those people, then I wouldn't have made all these yeah. lovely songs yeah. and I wouldn't have had this beautiful life and yeah. I wouldn't have met my partner and, yeah. you know, so it all it all sort of gets sewn together, I think. Absolutely. Um, and makes sense now. And so your new album is called Strange Beauty that's coming out in October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, the album art is so beautiful. I love it. Thank you. It's a little Sarah. It a is. Little... I thought it might be, but I couldn't quite tell. Um, yeah. It's the same month you're due. Yes. So I just thought I'd like bung it all in the same I month. I love that. Is there a, like a correlation between the two? Is it a conscious decision to have the album oh. released at the same time? You know, it was just one of those things where I thought, hmm, I know that I'll be in the newborn bubble, you know, when she, our little, our next little girl is here mm-hmm. and that, you know, can last for as long as it needs to last. Yeah. So I just thought, well, I'll just put it out before yep. while I've still got that um, energy and focus mm. because I find when I have a baby, I just become just just mum, you know, yeah. for that, you know, sort of even like maybe the first three months, not really thinking about anything other than yeah. baby, kids, mm. what's for dinner. Yeah. You know, I don't oh, want to take too much. I was the same in that way. I think like at least a few months you're still, there's so much going on with your body and your hormones and yeah. healing. Yeah, healing. Yeah. And, you know, I what kind of birth I'm going to have. I don't know yeah. what's going to happen. So rather than delay putting the album out mm. till a good time, mm. I just thought just pop it out now and <laughs> and just do my best. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love yeah. I love that they're together. It's really nice. I feel like that'll be really <laughs> historical for you. Yeah. Um so do you think motherhood has benefited your writing? career you mentioned you mentioned before that your kids are interwoven into your songs is that a lot more inspirational for you now like them in your lives I write about them um all the time Mm. and you know I don't mind if it sounds if they if the songs sound sappy or whatever like it's they're very close to my heart so I, I love to write them songs and I love to think that um that one day you know, they can look back on those songs yeah. and, and just have them forever. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, no, I think Chris has gone in with Ollie. That's okay. Yeah, if, you, fine. if you need fine. me to pause, that's fine. No, it's fine. They're good. Dad's here. Okay. Um, <laughs> Dad's here to take That's over. the good thing about being over two because the only way to get him back to sleep is breastfeed him, so... That's why it's like if I have to go, I don't know how long I'm going to be, so I can't oh, make people, yeah. you know. Hours. Yep. Yeah. And when you do write, how different does it look to before you became a mother? Hmm. I, w- I would say, uh, you know, there's I feel things even more deeply. I've always felt things very deeply, but I definitely feel them even more now and I feel like with every child that, I have or is in my care I just get a bit deeper mm. again 
but but other than that, not not so much. I mean, I've been writing since I was a little girl, since I was eight. Mm. So always the process for me has been it almost feels like you're just catching songs, you yeah. know, out of thin air. Yeah. Um, but I do have to be more um, adaptable now. So if I do have a song idea, um, I'll just usually record it into my phone because mm. um, I'm usually doing something else mm. and then I'll come back to it later. Mm. But I find if the initial spark of that song um, is caught, mm. then – I will be able to develop it further yeah. when I have some quiet time. Mm. Yes. It's so funny because my next question was going to be if you're thinking of ideas while you're in the chaos of motherhood and mothering, what do you do? And you've already answered it for me. So that's – does that happen a lot? Oh, well, um, I, I usually have my phone on me. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that's good because I'm a mum. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I feel a bit like – naked when I don't have if I don't know where my phone is mm, yeah it's, it's like a little lifeline to the outside world it is, yes yes <laughs> we use it for so but, many things so many things um but no I mean if a song doesn't work or it doesn't go anywhere I just think to myself well it obviously was just a feeling or a thought that needed to be felt and heard out loud you know not every song um is going to be finished and not every song is going to be a great song that I'm going to record so it's just one of those things um you know that I've I mean that I've that's always been the case anyway Mm. so you know even even when I had more heaps more time on my hands I didn't um I don't think I wrote that many more songs yeah I think you that you just sort of yeah, I'm more productive with my time when I get it. Yes, that's yeah. one thing a lot of mothers have been saying. Okay. And I feel the same in that way. Yeah. It's like yeah. all of a sudden you can do so much with an hour, whereas before you yeah. just, oh. Well, I just sort of dream the day away yep. in, my, in my 20s. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what I did. Yep. <laughs> I can relate to that too. I feel the same. Yeah. Um, I noticed your post on World Breastfeeding Day, the really beautiful post about feeding Olive during this pregnancy. Um, How much has breastfeeding impacted your day-to-day over the course of your baby's lives? Oh, well, it's such a beautiful um, bonding time Mm. and it's it's really, I think it's also a really lovely opportunity to just slow down and Mm. stop. Yeah. you know, because you really, you know, we, you really do have to stop yep. when you're breastfeeding, <laughs> you know, um, you just have, and it's nice, you can have a little lie down with them. Yeah. Um, I think that part of it is, is just a really positive part of it for me um, to just have that connection, those little connections in the day. Mm. Um, and you're just always coming back to each other, Yeah. you know, yeah. and reconnecting. Yeah which is really lovely. And obviously you could do that in so many ways. Mm. Like you could have, you know, reading time or art time or there's so many ways you can do that. It's just one of those things that it just happens all the time. So you really do get that special time together. And, um, it's also like a really, like it's a full-time job. Yeah. And it's actually the same hours as a full-time job. Yeah. Yeah. Just the breastfeeding. Yeah. 
um, not not all the other stuff. Yeah, included. totally. How do you so, balance it all? How do I balance it all? Yeah, um, everything. I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Okay. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, that well, you know, things just have to to go. Yeah. You know, and and the same with homeschooling my son. It's like well stuff's just got it stuff just goes out the window yeah. it's like if we're gonna do this you know the dining room table is just gonna be covered yep. in stuff mm-hmm. and art things and workbooks it's just gonna happen mm-hmm. so if, you know we're gonna continue this breastfeeding thing well you know we're gonna have to just make some adjustments and yep. everybody else is gonna have to help out a bit more yep the, the kids you know have to put the washing on the line well, that's great and, they have to wait and be patient. Mm. Um, but, uh, you know, as they get older and go into toddlerhood, you can say to them, oh, we'll have booby after, yeah. after we finish the dishes. So yeah. that's really helpful yeah. because then you actually, they're actually having to be patient. Yeah. Um, because it's not their moment. only source of food anymore either. That's, yeah. That's, yes. Yeah. And they, they actually understand you, you know, mm. when you say, I'll be finished in a minute. Like then we can have some some time yeah. and uh, but when they're a baby, you know you've just got to drop everything. Yeah, nothing gets finished, you know. Yeah. yeah. So it's just about letting go of things being finished. Mm. I think it just everything just sort of unravels and you just have to go with the chaos. Yeah, that's so true. The unraveling, like yeah. I feel like I've always got a million things on the go and I'm just doing little bits at a time always. Um, but it's working. It's just yeah. each day you just do a little bit. And and sometimes it won't and sometimes you'll be too hard on yourself and be like, oh, I didn't get anything done today. Yeah. Just got to say, well, you, that's not true because yeah. you did get something done. You yeah, got totally. a lot done. Yeah. It's just different. Yeah. It's not yeah. as visible. It's definitely not as visible, but uh, you did get something done. Yeah. And um, what do you usually drop off the priority list now that you have so much going on? Oh, well, you know, just the house being clean and yep. tidy. Yeah. Um, apart from, you know, making sure the dishes are done and everybody's got clean undies and socks. Yeah. Um, everything else can kind of wait. Yeah. I mean, it is a bit annoying, the mess, but I'm just, I'm just letting go of it. Of course. I can't even imagine having that many people in the house. Like I'm, it's hard with one. So it's, I can't even imagine what my house would be like if. The bigger ones are able to pick up after themselves and help. And I make sure that they're, you know, that's a part of their life because it's so important for them to have those skills. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Because I had a mum that did everything around the house and um, I didn't know how to do anything mm. when I moved out home. So it's harder to learn this stuff when you're older. Yeah. So just like you guys will thank me one day, <laughs> I hope, um, you know, because they can, they can, you know, they can do a pretty good job of most of the household jobs now. Yeah. And yeah. did you especially when you had your firstborn, did you outsource or use your community when you needed it or do you now? Oh, well, I'm not amazing at asking for help, yeah. uh, but I'm getting better at it. Um, or, you know, even accepting help, mm. like even when people are offering help, I, I find it hard um, because sometimes I think, 
you know, due to, you know, my funny old brain and my upbringing and all the things that make me me, mm-hmm. um, I just think that that means I'm not capable. But it doesn't mean that at all. It just, you know, I'm I'm a I'm more of a giver. I'm more comfortable with that. Yeah. The receiving is the thing that I'm working on. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's. Yeah, it wasn't a lack of people trying to help. Mm. It was more me being unable to receive that help um, and also feeling like, you know, it doesn't all have to be me doing it all. Yeah. So with the new baby on the way, um, do you have any plans in place for postpartum to sort of help you to rest and recover? Yes, I definitely do. Um, I... With Olive, I, I did have a postpartum um, doula, mm. and oh, and and she oh she did a, a bit before as well, which was also really helpful. And she was there after I'd given birth with snacks and oh, wow. chocolate and coconut water, oh, which perfect. became yeah, it was like the most amazing food I'd ever eaten. <laughs> you know that that food after your you know mm. after labour. And I was just sitting there like, more, more coconut water. <laughs> it was so delicious. Uh, so that was really good. And and also, you know, my expectations of myself are much, much lower. I really know that, yeah, we'll be outsourcing a lot of things. Good. And there's a really amazing um, cafe up the road in um, near where we live in the Blue Mountains. And they make um, just all these beautiful plant-based foods and we're just going to order up big there. Is it ruby fruit? No, um, it's plant-based whole foods and they're like cafe slash restaurant. I don't think I've heard of them. It's so yum. So Mm. I'm just going to order things from there (laughs) and like put them in the freezer. Good idea. I I mean, I'm a really simple cook anyway, so I just make really simple things. Yeah. Um, for the kids and you know um, yeah we just we don't have anything super fancy Mm. Uh, yeah and and Chris is here too and he can cook now that's good that he's there too yeah yeah Chris is here he works from home a lot which is lovely that's great so we can really share um, the time as we did with Olive Um, and it makes such a big difference to have um him home a lot yeah for sure it would because my partner went back to work after two weeks and that was just it was like thrown in the deep end pretty much straight away no family here either so as well with my with Mm. my Jude yeah um yeah Jude's dad went back to work um yeah about two weeks Mm. after he was born and you know it was like okay like (laughs) How am I going to shower or eat? Yeah. Or when are you coming do, home? <laughs> you know, and I remember sometimes he'd do night shifts and things like that. And mm. the days would seem very, very long and very lonely. Mm, very, yeah. very lonely. Um, especially with, yeah, as Jude was my firstborn, um, it was, yeah, such a, such a beautiful bonding time, but also very lonely at yeah. times too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how do you, well, I guess you've sort of spoken about this a little bit, but how do you prioritise between 
your kids and your career? Oh, well, you know, my default is usually kids first, um, especially when they're little. Yeah. Um, You know, and and it takes a little bit of encouragement to, you know, from Chris to say, I've got this, I can hold the babies, I've got, I can hold the fort, I'm not going to do everything the same as you do, but, um, you know. I've got this. And, yeah. and so his, his positivity and confidence really helps me because mm. I just don't worry when the kids are with him. Yeah, that's uh, great. I just know, yep, yeah, he's got it covered. Yeah. I'm not going to ask too many questions about <laughs> what they're doing. Yeah. But, but, like, he does it in his own way and, it, and you know, the, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. What insight has mother, motherhood given you? Um, oh, that's mm-hmm. sorry. So, I just threw a big question at you and just answer just, this. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Just like, I don't know if I'll put this the right way, but I just think like women are just so incredible. I mm. think it's given me a real appreciation for women and mothers and just nurturers of any kind. Mm. Um, oh, it, yeah, so I'm just, it's really, yeah, that, that's been, that's been amazing. And also just, um, oh, so many things looking back on my own childhood and seeing things there and figuring things out in myself and why I do things and, yeah, it's it's been it's been amazing. It's been really healing um, yeah. for me as well. Yeah, um, to um, to know that kind of love and yeah, it's it's been amazing and beautiful and taken me to my limits and changed me. Mm, yeah, totally. And so, outside of the physical birth that you've got coming up and the album birth that you've got coming up. Um, What's next for Sarah Humphreys? Oh, um, I don't really have any plans. That's nice. (laughs) I don't, yeah, uh, no, just, um, I'm just going to see what happens. Mm. I mean, I'll always be making music, you know, it's just, it feels very natural for me and, um, yeah, I don't have any huge plans just more albums and more songs yeah. no more children <laughs> this is my last this is my yeah. last baby okay uh, definitely we're definitely all finished it's very nice to feel like that cycle yeah. of my life is coming you know it's being completed yeah like yeah I, I won't be pregnant again and um so that's that's that actually feels really nice it have feels you been just, sort of, just right have you been sort of uh embracing this pregnancy more because you know that do you think um I can't I can't honestly tell you that I have I've I've <laughs> hated quite a bit of the pregnancy okay I have to be honest with you yep. it has been a rough one right. like the yep. difference between um you know, my pregnancy with Jude at 24 and the difference being pregnant now at 34 um, has been 
massive. Mm. Yeah, massive and with more kids and more to do. Um, yeah, and I got really, really sick in the first trimester and ended up in hospital. And oh, no. I was just, yeah, I couldn't eat and mm. I lost about 10 kilos. Oh, wow. In the, yeah, I was so, so sick. And, yeah, I couldn't even keep water down. Mm. So that that was just like was honestly quite terrifying mm. <laughs> um, doing that and then being like breastfeeding a little toddler and having a nine-year-old and having yeah. a 14-year-old and just feeling like, oh, wow, this is all like too much and yeah. just hope I was just like I was just hanging on to, to the hope that I would feel better soon mm. and it and and it eventually passed and then my mental you know and emotional health improved once Good. I was physically feeling better yeah um because I think it just takes a really huge toll on everything yeah. um when you're that sick of course uh and life just keeps rolling on and I just all I could do was just sit there and um go up (laughs) and I couldn't make food for my kids Mm. you know because it would make me feel sick Mm. so I was just like you know have to have breaks on and off with with making just one meal because I would just not be able to um stay in the kitchen Mm. um because smells and everything so yeah, that was really really hard mm. so um, I'm only now just starting to enjoy um, the pregnancy but I'm really glad I am now because I still I get to have that joyful part now I've got my big tummy and mm-hmm. you know I feel healthier and more well and and the food that I'm eating I'm making sure I'm looking after myself really well um, yeah, so it took a big uh, uh, all on me, but I'm now getting to enjoy the pregnancy. Well, that's which is good. Nice. That's good. I'm glad you finally did get to. Yeah, I think so. And um, I wasn't in like amazing health when I fell pregnant. Okay. Um, so that didn't help either. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, because we weren't planning this one. Uh, we weren't like completely closed off from having another child. Yeah. But it was a like, a, huge surprise oh wow yeah that's nice (laughs) it would be nice to have a surprise it was was a total surprise Mm -hmm. and yeah so at at first I was like oh what am I gonna do because Mm. I had this beautiful like Olive was had just turned two so she really did feel still like my baby yeah so felt very odd to go another baby yeah. but then I realized she's not really like a baby baby <laughs> yeah she'll seem so much more mature and older to you now when you've got a little tiny baby won't she oh she mm. will mm. she'll be like very close to three when the new baby's here so yeah. um yeah but she's already really excited and oh that's good she, she calls it her baby yeah <laughs> It's, When's my baby coming? <laughs> it's funny, um, like two to five-year-olds I've noticed love babies. Yes. They do. They get so excited about it. They so. push them and yeah. love them sometimes mm-hmm. a bit too much. Yeah. But, <laughs> well, I'm so 
Yeah. I'm so excited and happy for you. It sounds like you've just got the most exciting year coming up and it's going to be so full of love and color and all of the wonderful things. Oh, thank you. I <laughs> think I think it will be too. I hope so. <laughs> I'm sure it will. Um, thank you so much for chatting with me. It's been oh, really, really nice. That's my pleasure. You're a pleasure to talk to. <laughs> thank you. And good luck with the album. Um, if thank anyone you. wants to find you and find the album, you can where where do they go? Oh, they can just go onto my Instagram or my Facebook okay. or my Bandcamp and the pre orders are open. So okay, great. I'll put a link on the um show notes. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. And, yes, you can order it and then I'll post it out in a few weeks. Great. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on, Sarah. Thank you very much. And good luck with the rest of your pregnancy. Thank you. Okay, bye.